Hello, everybody, and welcome to Godfellas, the small group that meets in the Alps. I am this podcast's uh, Reverend Captain uh, Zachary. I'm Miss Hannah, and I'm impossible. Ooh, and tonight, <laughs> folks, if you haven't guessed it, we are talking about uh, one of the most celebrated films of all time, The Sound of Music. So if you've heard the Is It Really podcast, we did that episode um on that show, we did an episode about The Sound of Music, but now we're here to talk about it in the context of Godfellows. The other month, we were hanging out with today's guest, and we were asking if he ever wanted to be on the show, and he told us his favorite movie was The Sound of Music, and we've been uh, wanting to have this guy on the show for a long time. He is a songwriter. He is a worship leader. He is a brilliant, brilliant composer. He is a wonderful father, a wonderful friend. And uh, it's such an honor to finally have him on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up, unless you're driving, for Mr. Phil Lager. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Hello, <laughs> Phil, how, how are you doing? How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm so glad. It's a, so glad it, to be here. It's a pleasure to, uh, to finally have you. We had a... So, Phil, if uh, listeners, if you remember the Ragamuffin episode, Phil is good friends with uh, Marty Michaels, and Marty asked us, when are you going to have Phil on the show? And we're like, that's one of our goals. And uh, two years later, here, <laughs> two years later, here, we <laughs> finally, finally did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just honored to be here, guys. I'm so excited. And, and that we would be able to talk about this movie. Oh, mm. I've, been on a, I've been buzzing all day just thinking, man, what are they going to ask me? What are we going to talk about? What? How How can we possibly fit all the good stuff about this movie into, I think maybe you should do a seven-part episode, and, and this will just be part one of our seven. This will be its own season. This, this yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, Phil, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, well, uh, my name is Phil Lager. I am a husband, uh, father of three. Uh, just celebrated 20 years being married this year. Nice. Um, and uh yes yeah, singer songwriter worship leader grew up in the church uh grew up uh watching the sound of music in childcare, <laughs> uh and um love writing songs i, I love making music and uh, and i love jesus and um yeah that's a little bit about me currently living outside of nashville uh with uh, my wife and our kids and uh my wife is a furniture flipping youtube artist and wow. i'm I get to write music for her YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's me in a nutshell. That's awesome. And uh, and Phil, you have a podcast um, called First Draft Phil. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? I would love to tell you about that. And I'd love to have you guys on as guests sometime. We're down. So <laughs> First Draft Phil is a podcast where we talk about worship, music, and following Jesus. And basically... Uh, it's a way for me to put uh, put people in the spotlight. I I love it. I have found that I really enjoy um, having other people talk about their story and just mm -hmm. asking them questions. Um, the name First Draft Bill came from, uh, um, well, you know what? You can go check it out. And in the introduction, you can find out why it's called First Draft Bill. Mm -hmm. Nice. He, so you have homework, people. Go listen to First there Draft Bill and then tell us. What, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, uh, Actually, you recently had a crossover. You had Eric Himes on your show, and listeners, you'll remember Eric Himes from the Eyes of Tammy Faye episode. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we've had we've had a bit of crossover between uh, guests yeah. on our show. It happens when you run in the same like church circles. So, but hey, <laughs> but hey, it's not a problem. It's a good thing. 
<laughs> Eric's a great guy. It was a great. It was a great episode. You should yeah. definitely. Your listeners should. They will enjoy the him on it, that. It's very good. It's a very good episode. Yeah. And so, Phil, why you used to? Uh, I don't know if you taught this class frequently, but I went to one of your sessions called "Why We Need New Songs" in uh, in a church setting. And, you know, I'm not trying to accuse you of anything, but, you know, you picked this movie that's, you know, 60 plus years old now. And, you know, it's very classic. And mm. you also like to push for new music in the church. So if you could, in a nutshell, describe, because um, I think there's a lot of uh, church people who have a hard time between like, I just want to sing this. I want to sing this, you know, like the old versus the new. How do, how do we find a happy medium? Do you think? Oh, wow. I wasn't prepared for this. Okay. <laughs> um, first draft. Okay, first. Yeah. First yeah. draft. You threw me a curve, <laughs> curveball right off the gate. I love it. Um, so how do we find a happy medium? I would say, um, you know, what? it's funny. I, the other day I was choosing songs for a set that I had, was responsible for leading and um, and the Lord dropped this song like this old old song like that I hadn't sung in years into my spirit and then I I was like um, <laughs> I, I, I was like why why that song uh, you know it, it's so old. Um, and the, the, the older I get, you know, I'm in my forties now, so I've been doing this for a while. The older I get, um, you know, the more songs I have and the newer, I think old songs are, if that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, this is only 10 years old where I have been in churches where we're like, we don't do songs that are more than a year old. Like that's just, that's, that's ancient. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, it's more important that we just listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Like, you know, um, I laid on the floor as I was choosing that particular worship set, and I was just, I was like, Lord, what kind of music do you like? What, what, what do you want to hear, you know? And I was just, I kind of laughed at myself, because obviously, he created all of it, he likes all of it, he, he has a very broad taste, musical taste. <laughs> uh, so I was, I was thinking about that and just laughing to myself, and um, I think it's just, you know, God is so creative, you know? Um, and, you know... Um, I, I, I think it's he, he, there will always be new songs to sing. There's an old song that says, I don't know if you guys you guys are too young for this, but it's an old song by a group is, that says, um, as long as I have breath, uh, uh, as long as I have life and one breath in these songs, one breath in these lungs, there will always be one more song to sing. It's just like this old <laughs> Gaither thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's always going to be new songs to sing. And I think maybe God just has his favorites, his greatest hits or something. Who knows? Yeah. You know, Phil, it sounds like you're saying that the Lord loves the sound of music. And speaking, oh, he does. And he speaking does. of the... He absolutely <laughs> 100% loves the sound of music. And speaking of the sound of music, let's get into this episode. <laughs> So Hannah, yes. the sound the sound of music, what is your experience with this movie? Hmm. I don't necessarily remember the first time I watched it, but I know that we had the VHS when I was a kid. Uh, because it was one of my favorite covers. Uh and was the what was the cover? It's just, it's Maria on the Hill. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same just one. So grand. Yep. Um and I remember watching it. I have a I have a great memory of uh 
during the scene with Lisa and Rolf at the beginning, uh, my dad muting the movie and just dubbing over it. And that just being like <laughs> such a great experience. Um, but, you know, it's funny because I, I definitely think as a kid, I really only watched the first half of the movie. Yeah. And then just like, because I remember I was like, I think I put it on one day in high school and I was like, I don't remember the second half of this movie <laughs> whatsoever. Or maybe that was just me as a you know kid, just blissfully unaware of, um, you know, the importance of of the history of the story and all that. But um, well. I think actually rewatching it for this pod too was the first time I really watched it with the recognition of like, oh, this is actually like really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying that to Zach, like I, I find a lot of this really funny and I don't think I did as a kid, but I've always loved the music and I've always loved the character of Maria. She's always been, I think, a, a very heartwarming, um, iconic musical theater persona, both in film and on stage uh, it, throughout my entire life. I've just adored that character. Yeah. And uh, and Phil, this was your uh, this is your favorite film. Yeah. I love this movie. I cannot <laughs> tell you how much I love this movie. And I get made fun. I have we we have mutual friends who are, you know, a film and uh, musical theater, theater aficionados who kind of look down their noses at me because uh, this is my favorite musical. There's so much. And even today, as I was thinking about this podcast, like I was thinking, what what do I love about this? And mm. there's just so much. So I don't know what you want to talk about. But Well, what was your first exposure to this movie? Like, what do you do you even remember? I, I literally do remember like childcare. So my parents are Salvation Army officers. And so growing up, uh, uh, there would be childcare at, at uh, various places. And what I remember is this movie and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Like those were the two staples of like okay we can put these movies, sure uh, you know th these movies on and we can just in the childcare leave the kids for you know you know how long sound of music is, uh, <laughs> you could, we can leave them unattended and watch this movie you know, um, so all you parents out there who are you know you you you're getting uh, lambasted for putting your kids in front of screens it's been going on for a long time like yeah. there there have always like. I I was put I was put in front of the screen and I turned out fine. So. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, well, similar to Hannah, I don't remember a time like when this movie wasn't a part of my life because this was my this was my my grandmother's favorite movie and she did not watch movies and all of her sisters did not watch movies but told stories about like they like skipped school to go see the sound of music when they were like little girls and it was in the theater. And I don't, oh. that, that recontextualized it. Like you skip school for this movie. <laughs> this is the movie that you were like, nah, we're, we're, we're out. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. And I remember they would show it in school in music class all the time because I went to public school and uh, they're like, all right, we're going to teach you do re mi watch, watch this scene, everybody. And we watched uh, My Fair Lady to learn to learn how to use a uh, articulate singing, and uh, yeah, those are those are my most fond memories. But this is one where there's never I don't know how to say this. There's never been a disconnect with me in this movie. There's some movies that like oh I watched it when I was a kid in adulthood. It's not as good. And this is one where there's never been like oh it's not as good as I remember. If anything, it's just gotten better and better upon rewatch and i watch this movie maybe once a year 
Yeah. And not just out of like, oh, it's time to do it. It ends up happening because I think I, I would be hesitant to say that this is like the best movie musical, but it's certain, certainly my favorite. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And like in we're at a, we're, we are at a divided family as far as this movie is concerned. Like Ooh. my wife does not like this movie. Really? Uh, my oh. my older son is uh, he's not into it. <laughs> My middle, so Aiden and I, my, my middle child and I, uh, it's funny, like the other day, Aiden and I found ourselves at home by, you know, and, and everybody else was out and I was saying, hey, you want to do something? And he said to me, let's watch the sound of music. <laughs> and Aww. I was like, yes, you know, he, he so he appreciates it. Um, but yeah, there's so, there, it, it does get better with age. And I think yeah. you pick up different things, uh, you know, um, I don't know if you want to talk about scenes and stuff. But Wait, could... what did you pick up this time? So, well, every time it it is without fail. Every time, the father peeks his head around the corner to hear his kids sing. Every single time, I can't. It's a reflex for me at this point. I cannot help it. I just I get <laughs> choked up. You know, my yeah. heart. You know, as a father of three kids, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, as 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 a musician myself, as somebody who music is really important in my life and. Um, like it just, it, it just speaks to me every time. And I was thinking about it today, like, why, why does that get me? And I think, um, there's two things, two reasons why it gets me is because, I mean, you mentioned you, you loved, um, Maria, you know, Julie Andrews and her, mm -hmm. her portrayal. And I do too. And I think one of the things that's so cool about the movie is that, um, like she is such a strong woman yeah without losing her femininity mm -hmm. and he, you realize that um and uh, you realize he is such a like he's he's what he's missing what he's missing in his like strong i'm gonna run my house this way is the the warmth that side of it you know that she reminds him and the cool thing about the liesel that like that that cool thing is like you get a glimpse of that at first and he's you know it's like I'm 17 going on it. I'm going to show you, you know, this is what a man does. He shows the woman this and this and, 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 you know, she's like, okay, I guess that's the way it is. And then Maria <laughs> comes in and she's like, no, you know, the woman needs to be strong and the man needs to be sensitive. Like we need both of those things. And I think as somebody who grew up in a Christian home and with a musical home, like my parents weren't perfect, but they tried to demonstrate that. Mm. And that just really resonates with me. Like the, the whole you know, we have these stereotypes sometimes, and I think the movie kind of this movie kind of blows it out. It's like, hey, you can be both. Like, you don't you don't have to be a you don't have to sacrifice your masculinity to be to be tender. You yeah. don't have to sacrifice your femininity to be strong. I I just love that, and the movie just speaks to me mm. about that all day long. Yeah, sorry, ran over. No, no, it's okay. And well, I think um, something that jumped out to me on this rewatch is I always like forget how funny christopher Plummer is mainly in like those early scenes and it, it kind of it did strike me as odd not as like a flaw in the movie but i'm kind of thinking about it now i was like he is really funny like for being you know as hurt and as uh you know clearly yeah. hasn't gotten over his wife's that you know loss but it's interesting because it's like well that's something that people do they use humor to mask how they're really feeling so i mean you know, do I think that that was intentional on the part of the movie? Maybe, but I think his performance is so good that you watch it and it doesn't feel out of place. He can go from being very strict with his kids to just like being very 
kind of snarky, like the king of snark in in some scenes. <laughs> like I love My, when um when she's talking yeah, about ahead. like um. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for the precious gift you left in my pocket earlier today. Um, what gift? It's meant to be a secret, Captain, between the children and me. Uh-huh. Then I suggest that you keep it and let us eat. <laughs> that's, that's so good. He's great. I love it. My, fa my favorite bit of, you know... When he's sort of the end uh, is when he calls Maria captain. Yeah, like when he's oh, like, yeah. that. That's just like, you know, mm -hmm. he's like, ah, oh, it's quite enough, Captain uh, Froyline. Yeah, <laughs> I and, love that. Yeah, one of the, and then one of the other uh, things that upon this this watch, I really really loved the the nuns and the Abbey and primarily her sister her sister her relationship with uh with you know the mother of the of the abbey mother superior and uh one of the things that i love in this is the idea of the nuns essentially i'm paraphrasing quite a bit but them saying this lifestyle works for us it might not be god's will for you and i i know that like today we talk so often and i think we think god's will is the same for everybody across the board like well everybody has to live this exact same lifestyle and do this and this and this and this and this. And, you know, it goes back to, it takes all sorts to make a world like we, not everybody can be a nun or we wouldn't have, you know, there'd be parts missing in our society. And it yep. takes like different people to form like a body and a community of believers. So I love how willing they are to be like, Hey, like may maybe try something else and see if, if that's better for you. I was, I was really touched by that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. I thought you were going to talk about the part where the sisters took the the bits out of the engine at oh. the end. But. Oh my gosh! Well, well, Hannah, at the end, uh, when she was like, "Reverend Mother, I've sinned," I was like, "That's no sin. That's no sin." I yeah, yeah. I think that oh, makes is. me laugh the most. Yeah, it's just so uh, it's so unexpected, but so amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the little look they give each other too, yes. right before they 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 reveal that they've <laughs> destroyed the the engines. It's great. Yeah. What a great what a great film. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Like I said, we could, I mean, part one of seven, <laughs> seven, seven, seven part episode here. I think something for me that really stood out was, you know, I think there's often when we, when we look at the, and, you know, granted I'm not a mother, so I'm purely just speaking from my own like mother daughter relationship kind of standpoint. But I think there's often a, um, while the mother, you know, is, warm and loving i think also sometimes there can be a, a stereotype that like mom's the disciplinary one and dad's the fun one or like you know mom's the one that's with the kids disciplining them all the time and dad's either you know off doing something yeah. else or at work or whatnot and what i love is seeing you know maria having fun with the children and mm. doing just crazy fun things and she is warm and loving as well you know and you do Definitely. see her you you see her, you know, tell them to go to bed later. You you see those moments, those glimpses. But I was getting so emotional at them just like running throughout the town at the beginning because I was like, look <laughs> at how much fun they're having with mm. not their mom at the time. But, you know, like just I, I love seeing that reflected because, you know, I can even remember moments in my own childhood where we would uh wrongingly assume that my mom was the was the uh the boring one and my dad was the fun one but 
you know, I also it made me think of moments that I had fun with my own mom and just how important those moments were as well. Even today, like our family group chat, we're just sharing all these these fun memories of of former trips that we took as a family and and things like that. And it's just, you know, I think this rewatch for me, especially also just made me own think of my own upbringing Mm -hmm. and my own family dynamic. I mean, I feel like I feel like we have to we got to talk about favorite songs. Phil, do you have do you have a favorite song? Like, do you have I'm sure that there's. Ooh. uh Oh, Oh my goodness. I'm not going to play it, but I was just in anticipation. I was. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Like when he starts singing that, I mean. I'm gone. You when know, you started when he, singing that, I was gone, Phil. <laughs> and then, and when his daughter, you know, his daughter starts singing harmony with him, mm. I'm just, I mean, it's cheesy, but if I can get my daughter to be in the room with me, I just kind of like, you know, look over at <laughs> my daughter. I, I love it, man. I mean, yeah. That song, um, it was a little bit, for a while, that song was tainted for me because I watched, um, I don't know if you guys ever saw... Um, Oh, it was like that what if the Nazis won kind of fictional Man in the High Tower? Yeah, Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Man in the High Castle. And that's like it start it like does this creepy version of like I'm like, no, you can't ruin this song. Um, but I love that song. I think that one and um even though the theology is a little bit questionable, I think um somewhere in my youth yeah. or childhood <laughs> I must have done something good. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, those, same, those. same thing with something good. This time was like nothing comes from nothing. I was sitting there, I was like, Oh, I love this song. I don't wanna mm, mm, don't I was like, Don't do <laughs> yeah. it, Zach, don't do it. <laughs> but I was like ah, ah. No, <laughs> I was like, Grace is a thing, never mind. I'm I'm not gonna yes. I'm not going yeah. to. Yeah, um, I, I do think something good might be my favorite, but I, I think it comes down to it's do re mi versus favorite things. And I, I, I do think favorite things takes the edge, mainly because I love how they keep working it into the score for right. the movie. Like yeah. that it's just like a nice refrain of like, these are a few of my favorite things. And like, not just material object but i feel like the score really implements kind of what hannah was saying that like these moments the time that we share together the sound of music that we all hear these are a few of my favorite things you know it's hard for me because in in the one sense i think i have confidence is oh well, that's so, a good one it's it's great. so <laughs> great and i think i mean you know it was written for the film so mm-hmm. like Julie Andrews, it, it, this is her song, right? Like this, this is for her and she just shines. And I just love, I love it. Just some of her, like her phrasing and vowel sounds. Yeah. It just get me every time. It's just like, oh, it's like, <laughs> like a little, like a punch in the gut, but I, I want it, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's good. And I, I like it, but I think I had the most fun. I mean, the lonely goat herd was like my favorite scene as a kid. It's just so fun. What is fun? And the little goats bottoms just like popping yes. up the whole time. It's just, you know, like that was, I think that one's more nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. But and not, like not to one. mention like the vocal dexterity you have to have oh to sing goodness. like that. 
Lady, Lady, like <laughs> yeah. Just, Julie Andrews is just insane. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. Oh, uh, Julie. I mean, Julie Andrews. To to go back to, I have confidence. It's, and I don't. I'll compare it like, I'll compare this to a movie that came out last year that I loved. But you know, in West Side Story, when Ansel Elgort is singing Maria, he's singing, but he's like he's not his. How do I want to say this? The way that he's singing is not acting. Like he's gone from like. I'm doing my performance to, and now I'm singing. Whereas, like, Julie Andrews is still in character as Maria, but in a way that, like, not a lot of actors can do. Like, I think that's one of her skill sets is that it doesn't go from, like, okay, now I'm singing. It's like, no, I'm still in this moment and in this scene. Like, just the way she starts with the, what will this day be like? It just, it flows so seamlessly. And it makes so much sense, too. Then, again, like, the way she says it, like, and all those children, heaven bless them. It, you know, it sounds like talking, but because she's so good and is so comfortable with, with her voice in a way that, you know, I think now with modern day movie musicals and I don't, and I don't want to make this like the old days were better, but I think something yeah. that maybe we've, we've kind of lost is that sense of like playfulness in singing and like still playing the character when it's time to sing the big song also. Yeah. Like we've lost, I, I think nowadays with movie adaptations, it's I'm going to show you that I was vocally fit for this part in the sense of I'm going to show you what I can do with my voice rather than the character. Hmm. And yeah. I, I'm sad that we don't, we don't always have that. I, you know, I think this is a great example. Yeah. As, as we've said, it's just seamless. She just, and it, yeah. it's amazing too, because like it, I have confidence is a song that if you just kind of try to sing it like acapella to yourself, mm-hmm. you go, Oh wait, no, Oh no, I didn't no, That wasn't right. No, no. Oh no. I didn't get that note. Right. Because it's kind of funky, yeah. but you hear yeah. her sing it and you watch it and it just makes like, you're, it makes sense. It works. Yeah. It yeah. works because she owns it and she, yeah. it's Maria. I think, yeah. I think seamless is the right word. Like she's yeah. just, she's consummate, obviously professional singer and yet yeah. playing with it. And just like, yeah. she has the ability just, you know, the people, you, just, you know, just think of great jazz musicians who just, it's just under their fingers and they're just playing around, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. with her. I feel like it's just great. She's, she's she can she just owns every part of it like like yeah even like even the the parts and i have confidence where she's she's sing not to get too technical but where she's singing really <laughs> high and come in confidence alone like her her tone yeah and her pitch is perfect she's way up high but she's soft because the because what it calls for in the content of what she's saying is something that's not confident so she's really it's just it's just i i mean have i mentioned that i like the sound of music <laughs> Well, yeah. well, again, uh, to say something nice, I think that, and that is a skill set that when you see it, it's undeniable, you know, because I was thinking, well, who does have that? And again, to go back to West Side Story, I was thinking about uh, Ariana DeBose, uh, do you say her name, DeBose, DeBose? I think it's DeBose. DeBose, yeah, Ariana yeah. DeBose, as, yes. as, you know, in West Side Story as Anita, when she's yeah. singing, it's the same thing, how, like, she's still the character and doesn't just become herself, and... It's something, and she won Best Supporting Actress for that. And you yeah. go, well, yeah, m- makes sense. Which I don't think Julie Andrews won Best Actress for this because she had won for Mary Poppins the year prior. But yeah. I mean, I, I know there's look, something look, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, 
back-to-back I, wins, uh, <laughs> I think. And I don't want to open a can of worms here, because I know we're not talking about this particular film, uh, but... <laughs> In my mind, and yeah. I think I've actually talked about you, talked to this, talked about this with you before. Zach is the um, is uh, Le Miz yeah. and mm. and Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman to mm-hmm. to an extent. Um, and I've had it's funny I've had conversations with people who vehemently disagree with me about <laughs> this, but but the way he owns it and is emoting in in acting through singing is like. It's maybe it's not Julie Andrews level, right. but it's the same from to me, to my ear, to my taste. It's the same kind. Sure. Of thing. I really, I, I definitely feel that when, it, especially in the beginning, when he's singing uh, Valjean's soliloquy. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's yeah. running and like ripping up the paper, that I yeah, that's a moment yeah. where I'm like, I feel that. Coming through, mm-hmm. Phil. Would you like to come back for the Les Mis episode? <laughs> when, we do, when we do that, Such a good, another great one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could talk about. Um, oh, I dreamed a dream. Oh, I mean, oh, Anne Hathaway. Yes, we yeah. could talk about her. Before, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. Oh well, Sorry. we definitely. But have this to is do the, this. But this is the this sound is the sound of music. Of music. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was trying to think. I was like, what's the song that doesn't like really hit? you know, in Sound of Music, and I don't think there is one. You know, I, I think the song that is the least engaging to me, and this is going to sound like blasphemy, because I love the song. It's a beautiful song. But in the context of the movie, I just feel like it's not as interestingly directed is the Climb Every Mountain scene. Yes! Yeah. because I feel the same way. It's a beautiful song. I love it. And I love it at the end of the movie when they reprise uh, it. But in, yes. but unfortunately, the scene in the movie is like she's just standing there looking out the window and belting at full volume. And yeah. at that point, like I will say the movie, the pacing, even though this is a three hour movie, it moves really fast oh, yeah. and does not feel its sure. length. That scene, Climb Every Mountain, it slows way down and it goes from being like fun musical theater songs to very like operatic and that like kind of classic 50s, which is kind of like, OK, like I, I, I get it. To me, the the older actress who's playing that. By the way, do you say actor? Is actress out of date? Do you say actor or actress? I don't know. The the older person who is singing, <laughs> who is singing. I mean, she's got a beautiful voice. Yeah. It's 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 just a particular style, you know. And it's it's like an older style. To me, it doesn't grab me. I have we have a mutual friend who that's his favorite song on sure. the, this, and. You know, it's it's a good fine. song. Just again, in the context of the movie, it's like I'm. Let's hurry up, hurry up. That's the that's the one where I looked at Hannah. I was like, "Would you like for me to make some coffee?" Or, or I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go like pack up dinner so that we don't have to do let's it." Get later. our mic set up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, I don't even think it's a bad song. And I was trying to, no. I was trying to think. Um, yeah, no, there's no. There's no song that I want that I I'm actively like no, that's bad. I don't want to hear it. Um, yeah. Another th- e- even like the the uh, how do you solve a problem like Maria like it, oh it, yeah. I, there's some great there. I mean it's just so playful you know. And for a while, um, one of my kids like would not stop singing that song and <laughs> it was just it was just hilarious. Hilarious like do you know what you're saying? Do you not have yeah. any idea what this song is about? No, it's just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, come on, Dad. <laughs> don't Sorry. don't rain on my parade. <laughs> yeah, I will say, and Zach and I had talked about this, so I'm curious, Phil, what you think. Uh-oh. But we don't necessarily like that that song makes an appearance 
when she's walking down the aisle. Um, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and they combine it with the wedding <laughs> yeah. march. Yeah. What is it's a it's a yeah, it's a little hokey. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I I guess um, But that scene is so beautiful. Oh so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm willing no, to give it, it a pass. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it it is a little a, a little kind of uh I mean I I guess you know, you're just tying the her Abby experience into her wedding experience yeah, yeah. and musically you're just tying together but yeah. it's kind of like yeah how do you I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine that at most <laughs> at, at, most women would not want a, a song saying how do you solve this problem let's marry yeah. her let's get her married off that'll solve her problem yeah, yeah. at their wedding you know? I do love I love that the nuns like I loved that shot of the nuns like fixing her veil yeah. right before oh, I think yeah. that's so beautiful um and just, you know, I just, I, I love, the nuns are, are just perfect to me mm. in this. Yeah. I love their portrayal. Love the I love how loving yeah. they are to her, you know, even though she doesn't always fit in with them. Even, you know, the one who calls her a <laughs> clown like 18 times, like, you know, yes. helps her in the a end. Clown. Like, a cloud. <laughs> it's, it's great because you see, you see this idea of family. Mm. Um, in so many non-traditional ways or, you know, in, in a way that people wouldn't think is very traditional. And I think that's so important, too, that, you know, our our family can be beyond who our family is. I mean, that's something we repeat all throughout our lives, but it's so important to take, uh, you know, those close circles that you have and, and really cherish them and treasure them and, and do these loving things for each other. Even Maria was not like you know she yeah. married into this family. Those aren't her kids. Those are not her biological kids. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just beautiful. I, I think it's it's beautiful representations. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah uh, not to jump back into things that I I'm not crazy about because again like if you look at my letterbox review I gave this five out of five like it's an A plus in my book. The the only things is like that song I'm not crazy about and the thing I noticed on this watch is. 16 on 17 I was like this is this is going on a little bit <laughs> and I think also like I've seen the movie though I know that Rolf is not like the best person or I guess he's, right. a, he's a tragic character so it's like I know where this is going yeah. <laughs> but I we was kind of but I did kind of have a moment I was like oh is this song this song is longer than <laughs> than I remembered it being and but well, it, it's impressive with the musical yeah, yeah. It, and it has musical interludes in in it too yeah. you know it's yeah. like there's the whole her dancing around the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do love, cause I, I know that that's not like, they're not actually supposed to be like singing in that moment, but I do love that the next day or when they're all like out in the field, she's the one who's like, we don't know how to sing. When Maria's yeah. like, we're going to teach you how to sing. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You did a pretty good job of faking it last night. And it was rough. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of anything that I didn't. Uh, I mean, n- no surprise there. You know, this movie is pretty, pretty perfect in in my opinion. Yeah. But I, it's just for me the the like what the the representation. I think what it is a big part of what it is for me is that I want to believe in wholesomeness and goodness yeah. and innocence, and I think it represents that in a lot of ways. Like like that, like the <laughs> the the way they fight the Nazis is with their music. You know. Um, and I actually just started watching the PBS um, special that uh, on um, uh, America and the Holocaust. I don't know if you guys, but not to go too dark, but you know, 
uh, it's real. It's very yeah, real, yeah, you know, and like the face of that, you just, you have these songs and you have um, goodness and beauty and not letting go of that, mm -hmm. you know, and I think, I think it's so powerful. I think, I think, I mean, and to me, um, my inner boy, you know, the, the inner boy just, you know, I got, I got to hold on to that. I got to hold on to that, that that's still meaningful and still needed in the world so yeah the, oh well, like fun fact about i don't know actually hannah if you even know this but um phil like and phil doesn't know that i know this but the character of schroeder from peanuts was actually based on phil <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. A mutual friend uh, of ours told me that one time, but <laughs> well, I, it's true. I, I will say though that um, speaking of wholesome, one of the things that I, I really, really have come to go from appreciating to actually loving is the Baroness in the movie, because I think when you're young, she's like the big bad who's there to like ruin everything. But on this rewatch, I was like. No, she's been in this relationship with with him, which they they both are kind of like we're we're doing this for appearances or like we're doing this because this makes sense. But then she goes home and her children are in love with their new governess, and he's starting to have feelings for her too. And she's like, I don't know where my place is in all of this. Mm. And I love the scene where they like where they call it. You know, and balcony. yeah, and he says, you know, I would be being dishonest to both of us and sh how she gets it right away. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like I love because I feel like a lesser movie would have made her like the evil stepmother because like in the movie you see, she's trying to play with the kids and it's just clearly like, hey, this isn't like your thing. And, yeah. you know, the kids, <laughs> I don't want to say they don't need you, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's very much, hey, this isn't it's okay that this isn't for you and it's okay that this isn't working out. And I love that she gets that mm. and how she has her line of, uh, and there's a young lady out there who will never be a nun. Will never be a nun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so good. That. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. I think you're right. I don't, I, you don't give her enough credit, but she, in the end, she's like, yeah, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she does. I mean, she sends, she convinces Maria to run away. I no, right. see. I love that scene. I love that scene too because, oh, like, really? yeah, because because again, I feel like and then she would have been like, "You better stay away from my man." But I like that she like, I don't know, like I do like seeing her handle her business because it's like I don't just want to see her roll over and let this you know woman come in and steal him. So I like that she has a little bit of you know. You know that you like him. Yeah. Rather than like you better stay away from him, but like listen, you know that you like him. What are we going to do about this? And that Maria's thing is like I'm going to I'm going to leave and the Baroness goes, "Okay." Like, cool. And she does kind of like have her little villain ish moment where she's like, "Yeah, like I get things done." But at the same time, I was like, "Yeah, handle your business." <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say even though she convinces Maria or, you know, there's that conversation, I I appreciate that she doesn't try to ruin her life. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, that's I, obviously, you know, this is also based off of, you know, she didn't the, the send true a tweet story. about her, but well, like I, that's something I see a lot in, in media and even, uh, you know, the culture of, of dating and friendships in school. And, you know, as a young, as a young girl of, you know, it's, it's forbidden to, mm. to like someone that 
someone else has dated or even liked in the past. And, it, you know, it, you you hear this this mentality of, of girls just tearing other girls down over the sake of mm. a guy that's usually at the end of the day never going to end up it. with yeah yeah either <laughs> yeah. of them so i like seeing a a healthy representation of i'm just gonna I, it's okay for me to leave like just like you said like i know this isn't gonna work out and that's okay like she doesn't try to destroy maria's reputation she doesn't try to yeah. interfere at all with like the kids and anything it's just it's it's just a moment of realization and letting it be yeah that's in sound of music too revenge of the baroness i don't know if you guys have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should have been the game. <laughs> Pitch the sequel to the yeah. sound of music. There we go. That's now that okay. is a good idea. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you know this this podcast we like to talk about um, the intersection between like you know the media that we watch and how that can influence um, our our walk with the Lord and how we you know interact with other people. So what does the sound of music say to the church in twenty twenty two? Mm. I mean, what doesn't it say yeah. to every people, all the church in all ages? No, um, number one, Nazi bad. Nazi bad. Music good. Yes. Um, Nazi. <laughs> That's um, true. That is true. I am affirming that. Um. Yeah, you know, I really like um, what what you guys have already said about like the fact that she doesn't have to be a nun. You know that she does. Yeah. Like she comes to this point where. This is not necessarily what God has for me, you know. Um, there, there are many parts in one body, but many parts, you know. It takes all kinds. Um, I think, uh, yeah, man, I could, I should have, I should have been more prepared for that question. I should have seen that coming. <laughs> um, I should have written an outline. <laughs> no, all good. Hey, you guys answer it, and then I'll answer it. How's that? You guys answer well, it. Yeah. Well, I would. I would say that there is something about the communal, I don't want to say power of singing, but there is something about when we all put yeah. our differences aside and just sing together, you know, um, that there's joy mm -hmm. in that and there's happiness in that. And, you know, I know that there is kind of some pushback about, is that just manipulation or whatever? And I mean, there's, there's definitely room for that to be discussed, but I think that part of that is, and then having relationship with the people that you sing with, you know, mm. like mm. getting to love the people that you sing with. It's not even about like, well, we all agree and we're all on the same page all the time, but to um, to disagree with like grace and but at the same at the same time to call out things that are actively evil like i'm thinking about the uncle max scene where uncle max is kind of like oh, sitting on yeah. the porch and he's like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen just make sure it doesn't happen to you and like gayard gets back he's like you can't say that you know and i think that because mm. they're friends and they have that relationship like sometimes we do need to you know correct people when they're mm. saying things that are just flat out wrong but on the other hand like we have to decide when is it time for us to actually right. like fight against yeah. you know the Nazis. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, there's, there's two things I'm thinking of. And the first we've kind of touched on is that, you know, yeah, like I think also you don't need to have what God's will is figured out so early because I think his will mm. is over the course of our lifetime. There's different things that, you know, will be asked of or, plan for us throughout our lifetime there's seasons there's there's 
you, you don't have to be so fixated on on one thing. And maybe there is like one thing. Maybe there's a career move or or, or certain something. But there will there will be other things. So you know, it's it's okay to let that be the course of a lifetime um, mm. to see the journey that the Lord takes us on yeah. from birth till death. Um, because it's ever changing, and um, I think that that's that's something that's highlighted. Another thing that really sticks out to me is I I love I love uh, Maria's relationship with Liesel, uh, just highlighting like I I want to be your friend. Like I'm not mm. I'm not here to punish you. I'm not here to scold you. But I'm I'm here to 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 build that relationship with you. And I think it's just such a beautiful representation of what you know friendship and um, relationship mm. with each other can be like. Of you know, I'm, I, you know, <laughs> especially for Liesl, cause she's a 16 year old. Right. And in that 16 right. year old girl space, like headspace, it's very much like people don't want to, you feel like people don't want to listen to you cause you're a child and just having Maria listen and, and, and share insight and just be loving, I think is, is great for, um, a great example of, of how we can be for others that maybe, uh, we feel very different from. Uh, just in personality, uh, life circumstances, et cetera. Mm. Well, well, even to get into that, the, there's a scene earlier when she climbs in through the window and um, Maria is kind of like, you know, were you outside? Were you alone? Do you want to tell me what you were doing? And Liesl's kind of like, not, not really. And Maria's like, all right, cool. Like, we'll get yeah. you cleaned up and then we'll just like kind of talk. And then later in the movie, like she feels comfortable confiding in her because that relationship's been built. There's trust. And I yeah. and I think that like that's the thing. Like we talk so often about like we need to build relationships with people, but we have to build them for real. You know what I mean? Like we can't build it on like my eventual goal is to get you to confess everything bad that you've done to me and then and then, you know, yeah. whatever else will happen. It's like we you know, yeah. we need to like love people and we need to just take an interest in them for no other reason yeah. than because you know because we care about them yeah. and that takes and that's the thing it takes time and yeah. you know because this movie is three hours we get to see that we get to see that <laughs> yeah. come to fruition but yeah i think uh hey thank you for letting me have time to think about <laughs> yes. what i think it really goes back i was thinking about this earlier today it goes back to the beginning of the movie to me the opening song you know uh, she sings, Maria sings, um, the hills are alive with the sound of music, with songs they have sung for a thousand years. And I was I was just thinking about that and how important I think it is to be in awe of God, to have a sense of awe. Ooh. And I love I love the relationship that she has with nature, that she goes to the hills, you know. Yeah. Uh my, my heart wants to, you know, and the hills are speaking and nature is speaking, you know, and, and there's that whole um it, the whole need for for me and I know for a lot of people to to be in a, in a place where things are bigger than you are you can realize your smallness and and the the grandeur of what's around you and just slow down long enough to realize I'm only here for maybe 80 years <laughs> there's you know and so how do I make what this is count and yeah. uh I think that starts with a sense of you know, just like that kind of being in awe of nature. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that, too, because it, you know, whether it's more of an indirect note, you know, you can you can take from that that we hear God speaking through nature, mm -hmm. just being immersed in, in that in his creation. 
to see the systems of everything and, and notice how much detail and, and care, you know, that involved, even though, you know, he's mm-hmm. God, he can do it. Like, yeah. it's so thought out. It, that's what it always reminds me of. And I think that you even see Maria, I, I would dare say, hearing the Lord through through nature as well. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, also, like, you know, going back, like, if she didn't climb the trees, if she didn't, like, you know, take adventure in, in what was around her, oh, she yeah. wouldn't have seen the Abbey. Like, she wouldn't have seen the nuns. So, like, it, it all comes back to and, and she ends up at like the whole the movie ends up at you could like it's kind of like this bookend like yeah, you know, yeah. well she's, they start there and they and, and, and in the middle of the movie when she's teaching them how to sing that's where they are and then that's that's where they end up well i was yeah. internally i was internally nerding out that the opening shot of the movie is that like helicopter zoom in on it which that shot is absolutely if you ever can watch the video about julie andrews explaining how they got that shot it's absolutely. I haven't seen that. It's, I haven't seen that. I think it's on Kimmel or Fallon, but it's it's absolutely okay. incredible. It's insane, yeah. But uh, that the movie ends with now she's with her family and it like and it pulls out, you know, yeah. Like it's it's so cool. That's awesome. Mm. I'll have to check that out. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners. Just like when they offered you more crisp apple strudel in uh, in Sunday school, uh, when I yes, offer you, yes, because they always, because <laughs> they always did offered me. <laughs> would you like, would you like some crisp apple strudel? <laughs> when I when I say uh, when I offer you more the sound of music, I'd like for you to hit me with a yes please or a no thank you. So Hannah, we uh, it's a special day here at this uh, this church. We've got some uh, crisp apple strudel today. Would you like some? Oh, yes, please. I think, you know, it's, I, I think, you know, Phil, you said it at the beginning, like, it, it, you know, as you watch this, as you grow older, you always get something new. And I would say that this, this uh, last watch through made me rather emotional because <laughs> I don't, would I wouldn't necessarily say it had that much of an impact on me as a child, but mm. I want it to have an impact on me now. Um, mm. And, you know, I've always, again, adored julie andrews and just seeing her talent shine through is inspiring i would say to me and i just um i got so many uh little things out of this that i just i'm excited to give it time before watching it again and and getting even more in fact there's a scene i'm probably gonna go rewatch before i fall asleep tonight because i'm thinking about it um and yeah i would say Which scene? yes uh probably the wedding oh yeah all right well uh phil we've got a lot of uh of crisp apple strudel today can i intrude can i interest you in some yes please i don't know what that means i don't know what i'm supposed to say after that (laughs) it's it's just like a sum up of of why you would like more content like this in the the christian community yeah i think i i i think i mean i've already said everything in, in my my fan my fanboyishness <laughs> knows no ends when it comes to this movie. Uh, I realize that part of that is just the nostalgia for me. As in, like you know, we all the things that were good about our childhood, we want more of, mm. and, you know, and the things that weren't so good, we we'd rather never talk about them again. Um, but but yeah, man, uh, I I can't wait until um, I'll tell you one 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 last little um, sort of thing about this movie for our family is that. Even if my family puts up a, um, 
a fight when I suggest that we watch this movie as a family. By about 10, 15 minutes into the movie, my kids are transfixed, yes. you know, on the movie. And I think the pace of it is one of the things that I love because while you, you said it earlier, it's not too slow. It goes at a, at a good clip, but it, it, it doesn't go too fast, you know, and I, and I think that sort of development of the story is missing in a lot of a lot of things now that we're not patient enough to wait. I was just having a conversation with my son today about uh, why I had a different reaction to the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that just came out than he did mm. because I was willing, I knew that it was going to get good. I was waiting for the story set up and I don't know if you guys thought about that series, but I was waiting for the story set up, right? Mm. He loved it at the end and I just said to him, you know, I think the reason I liked it because I'm older and I realize some things just take time to develop and I'm willing to sit through okay stuff because I know they're building something out. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but oh, yeah. mm -hmm. that, that's my take. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and so for me, with the, the crisp apple strudel, as I always do, I bend the analogy to, uh, <laughs> to say what I want to say. And I would say, and I would say like, you know, I don't just want the strudel, but I want like the nice cup of coffee and I want like the whipped cream or the ice cream on the side and the coffee and the ice cream is like the people that you watch it with, you know, like, like for this, the, this is a movie, like I said, I watch it once a year, but never alone. And it's like, if I'm at my sister's, I was at my sister's a while ago and my nieces who are seven and two. Like we put this on and both of them were just into it, loving it. And this is one where, you know, I'm looking forward to maybe sharing that with other, with my other nieces and nephews, or there's been times I've been at friends' houses and we've put it on as like a background <laughs> sound. And, you know, like you said, Phil, eventually we're all just watching it. So mm -hmm. it's not just the movie that I love, but I love like watching it and sharing it with other people you know because it's kind of like when i know that you like the movie and most people do like the movie i'm i'll say <laughs> i'll say that but like when i know that you love this movie and that you also think that it's it's really good then it's like our our friendship goes like one level deeper you know <laughs> so oh man i want to watch this movie with you now man I wanna <laughs> come over and watch next, movie. next time you're in new york we'll do it <laughs> All right, well, today we're going to play a game called I'm Having None of It. Um, <laughs> that really got me. Where um, <laughs> I'm going to read the name of a sister, and you'll work as a team to guess if this is actually the name of one of the sisters in the movie, or if I just added a random girl's name to the end. So you're going to guess if this is a real character in the movie or a fake nun. Okay. Oh, man. So, how many are there? Just there's ten. There's ten. Ooh, okay. If that's too many, we can. No, no, no. That's that's fine. I'm just trying to think about how many I can get wrong. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And just for the record, I just caught the name. Uh, the, why the name of that? So I'm, yes. Zach did okay. know that I well was done. doing something with the nuns. Well done. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's begin. First one, Sister Bonnie. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. That's fake. Yeah. Woo! There you go. Good. Good. Okay. Sister Norma. Ooh, is that just close enough in my mind to be either or? Is that Austrian at all? Norma. Maybe. Maybe. Actually, I don't know. I'm gonna. Well, there's also Sister Margareta, so it. Yeah. 
I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Wait, are we allowed to disagree? Or we have to. Yeah, agree? you can disagree. We can disagree. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say no. It's no. Mm. It's not. Deceived. Um, <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Actually, funny story because yes. this name is not mentioned in the game. With Sister Margareta as a kid, I always thought I couldn't say her name because I thought it meant Margarita. Um, Sister, Sister Margarita. Sister. We were a no, no. drinking yes. family. Yes. <laughs> I felt like I couldn't say that. They're, they're, they're mad at the wrong sister. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's sister Tequila. They should be mad yeah, at. Yeah. All right. Next one. Sister Catherine. Now, listen, Phil, I'm going to say something. The last two were both no's. I know. But this also sounds wrong to me. I'm going to go with yes, because, but just because it can't be three no's in a row. That's This is the way I play games sometimes. And me too. I'm going to... But, but she might be pulling one over on that, us. So, uh, that's what say, I think too. I'm going to say yes. I'll say yes. I'm going to say no. There is a Sister Catherine. <laughs> Been nice knowing you. I'm out. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, I would like to say what I do is I number, I numbered all them one to ten, and then I put them in a random number generator. Oh, so I, wow. I try to make it fair. I try to make it randomized. So there you go. Next one. <laughs> uh, Sister Sophia. Yes. Yes. She's yes. There's a Sister Sophia. There is a Sister Sophia. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sister Gail. No. No. Wait, did you laugh after I, you said I, her name? No, I did. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no for Sister Gail. I'm also going to say no. There is no Sister Gail. Aha. Mm. Sister Gail. <laughs> uh, Sister Gloria. I mean. Surely there's a surely Sister Surely there's a Sister Gloria. Yeah. There is no Sister Gloria. Oh, no. I got one wrong. Oh. Oh. No. I'm not a super fan. Uh, <laughs> you have to turn in your card. Uh, sister Bernice. There is a sister, there is a Bernice. sister Bernice. There. I feel like I heard that. There is a sister Bernice. Mm -hmm. yeah. Three more. Three more. Okay. Ooh. Sister Mildred. Yeah. There is a sister Mildred. Absolutely. There's a sister Mildred. There is not a sister Mildred. No! What? Wait. Mildred. Who's Mildred? Like a sister. sister Mildred. Okay. That's got to no, be something. No, there's not a sister. Hmm. I'll fact check to be sure. <laughs> yeah. There's not. Okay. Um, in fact, actually, the Shakers came up when I wrote that. Interestingly <laughs> enough. Um, I had an aunt named. Mil no. <laughs> Sorry. I had an <laughs> uncle. I had an uncle named Hildred. Not Hildred. Mildred. Interesting. There you, go. there you go. All right. Last two. Last two. Okay. Sister Agatha. That's yes. 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 And. Lastly, Sister Bertha. Ooh. I don't think so. Oh, wait. That's like an old... I haven't heard anyone with that name in a long time, so... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. There is a Sister Bertha. Oh! Hey! She is, she's the mean one. Well, she's not mean, but she's the one that, that just likes to berate Maria. Oh, she's that... The She's the clown? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of, of yeah. course, oh. her name is Bertha. Bertha. Yes. <laughs> well, good. I, I'm having none of it. I'm having none of it. That's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's, that's the great. best name of any game that, that you've ever come up with. Thank, thank, you, thank you. Thank you, thank you Hannah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Games Are. Thank you. 
Well, folks, in conclusion, The Sound of Music, hey, check this out. It's on Disney Plus, so you could do a watch party with your friends. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh-huh. So, you know, if it's if you have three hours this weekend and you don't know what you want to do, get your friends together in person or virtually, make some uh, make some snacks, make some tea, and, you know, just just throw this one on and you're, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a great time. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a good time, just keep that to yourself, you know? <laughs> but we've certainly... Maybe self-reflect. Yeah, we've certainly had a good time tonight talking to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Phil Lager. Phil, thank you so much for, for being on our show tonight. Oh. And uh, if people want to find what you're up to, is there anything that you that you want to plug or, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you already plugged my podcast, so um, if people want to find uh, me, uh, they can just go to lager.net, which is L-A-E-G-E-R.net, and you can find my podcast and all that other stuff there, and maybe photos of me uh, dressed up like Julie Andrews for Halloween. Ooh. No, they don't exist. There. Sorry. I thought you were Sorry, saying. I thought you were going to say it was going to happen this year, and I was like, "I'm here." No, for it. he's decided. Very nice, very nice. And there'll be a link in the uh, in the show notes, people. So if you want to follow, just head down there. Uh, Hannah, is there anything that you would like to plug? Yes, as always, you know where to find us. We are at Godfellas the Pod on Instagram, and an exciting turn of events. Um, Zach and I are very, very excited that uh, we are going on a mini tour um, in early October. It's the Honey Initiative. Yes. The Honey Initiative. Um, the Honey Initiative, that's our that's our group name. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook uh, by the time this comes out on Facebook. Um, so it's at the Honey Initiative on Instagram and just look that up on Facebook as well. Uh, we are going to be in... Uh, Port Jervis, New York, Tiffin, Ohio, and Rome, New York. If you happen to live near any of those areas, you are more than welcome to join us. We'll have more details on our Instagram. Again, that's at The Honey Initiative and on our Facebook um, in the days to come. But we're excited because things are really, you know, starting to come together. Um, We'll be sharing some of our own original music uh, throughout the tour, and um, which is super exciting because... Phil has also given us tips on songwriting as well that have been very helpful in writing these songs. So we're we're grateful and we want to express that as well um, right now that we're, we're grateful for uh, your yeah, influence. I can't, I, I can't wait to have you guys on my podcast. Uh, we're very uh, yeah, we're well, excited. We're looking forward to it. <laughs> be good. Is there anything? Oh, yeah. I'd like to plug next week's episode. Next week, you know, do you, hey, do you like nuns? Because we're going to be talking about more of them. They're next, back. <laughs> next week, we're going to be talking about the Whoopi Goldberg classic, Sister oh, yeah. Act, with uh, Brad Kane. So Brad is a good friend of ours, and yeah. uh, this is going to be, I'm very excited to uh, rewatch the movie, see how I feel, and then and then record the episode. But that's, that's definitely going to be good. And the month of October, we are planning out some really, really fun episodes. So if you're not subscribed yet, Make sure that you do that. Also, if you can hit us with a five-star rating and review, it really helps us out. But until next time, folks, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Miss Hannah. And I'm Mr. Phil. 